Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the main <laughs> floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. It's Wow, talk about sucking. The worst song ever. The worst Mm. song ever. And that's saying something in a world where air supply lives. And we're... Oh, my God. All right, this is... We've confused the listeners already, Mark. We're we're doing Saturday Suckage on Friday and a Bears Friday, a Bears Monday on Friday. Let's take roll call since this whole thing sucks. Don Cooper... If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Grabber. It sucks, and it freebases. Mike Tomlin. Uh, sucking. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Brian Cashman. I also know that we suck right now. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man, like, do we suck? Chris Rock. I suck so bad, he used to pick me after the white kids. Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Hey, you guys not gonna make anyway. You guys are suck. And when when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the suck team. Toby. <laughs> oh my God, this sucks. Mark Grody. From the 708 area code, as a big fan <laughs> of Saturday Suckage, I'm confused as a WB member. Now I'm going to have the wrong day for the rest of the weekend. 
Love you guys. And those texts will continue to roll in throughout the morning because you just don't know. On the day after Thanksgiving, you just don't know what time people are going to wake up. So we're going to have to constantly remind people what is going on. He's Steve Rosenblum. I'm Mark Grody. We are in for Dan Bernstein and Layla Rahimi, the Bernstein and Rahimi show here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score occasionally you will hear Dave the Cat making his presence felt, as I don't know if you could hear that in the background, but that's happening right now. That sucks too, by the way. Mark, <laughs> Mark was reading from the Tech Zone, and the Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. That number is 312-644-6767. That's also the number you can dial to get on the air, and we'll talk to you. Should we have a breaking phone call, we have a breaking phone call sounder, and we have a new producer working with us, and this ties in the whole WB Club, as I'm sure we will confuse a lot of our Wake and Bake members. As you said, Mark, you can... on Black Friday, on this whole Thanksgiving weekend, it will be very confusing. But we need to welcome in Brian Bong Callahan. Brian, <laughs> how are you? Dude. There's and a, he is called. There's, there's a reason yeah. we're not running the Twitch stream today, guys. And that would be? I don't want people to see me hotbox the, uh, the production studio. <laughs> don't, don't let Mitch know. <laughs> And the reason know. the reason that you were nicknamed Bong is what what were you what were you in a previous life, Ryan Callahan? There was one point in my life where I may or may not have worked at a um, an establishment that sells cannabis products. Most would call it a dispensary. Mm-hmm. How perfect is that? Yeah, this How couldn't po- be. So now, if you, yeah. folks, if you have questions, Brian is your guy. Maybe we'll do a sec because I bet you. There, uh, seriously, now with the legalization of marijuana in the city of Chicago, people have probably walked into dispensaries for the first buying pot legally for the first time, and they probably have questions that they might need answers to about the overwhelming amount of bud and the forms of it that are available at dispensaries. Let's get this thing sponsored. Yeah. We've talked about that, and we've talked for a show that has done remotes from. I don't know, your, your various and sundry Kmarts and Sears, and, and we've done them from the, the most unusual places, auto parts places, that a dispensary would be perfect. However, there's something about the fact that it might be legal locally, it's not legal nationally the way we want it to be, but we have, we have other, we, we would like to be able to do that. We think it would be perfect for this show. And it would have to be out in the 815 because the 815 got all woke up today. I'm awake and you guys suck so bad. I'm sorry, that was a 516. 815, what day is it? Saturday suckage, Bears Monday, Bears Friday. Either way, I'm lighting up. <laughs> and we, we thank you for that. That is perfect. And, and oh my God, yeah. Steve, we're talking about a Bears win today. Or are yeah, we? we yeah. Are we talking about a Bears win today? Well, we can. We, we, we can do that. Um, what did you, what did you take away from that? Mark Are you just Grody? talking about the game, like the actual game takeaways? Yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? I okay. mean, it, there are there are. Well, this I, I, this Ryan Pace roster going forward, every game we watch, starts with Justin Fields, and then the planets 
the rest of the planets circle around him. Absolutely. So he, wa- he wasn't there. Yes. But. And I, I will say I will say this. Yeah, that was the first thing. When I sat down to watch the game, I the first thing I said, man, after everything, because I'm so buried in the work and doing pregame interviews uh, for BBM and doing my hit on the score. And then you sit down, and you're like, oh, man, that's right. Justin Fields isn't playing. Like, it really hits you. And you're like, OK, what am I really watching for in this game? And what I saw was what is not going to what it didn't matter. But Andy Dalton, I was really impressed with Andy Dalton yesterday. 24-39, 3-17, a TD and a pick. Um, and then just some of the the you know, the first quarter drive where he goes 33 yards to, to Mooney, 17 yards to Graham. Uh, there was the near pick in the end zone, but that leads to a field goal. Then in the second quarter... Best drive of for the Bears in about four years, and that was a that was a two-play, 69-yard drive, 52 yards to Mooney, 17 to Graham for the TD. How about the emergence of Demir freaking Bird? Like I kind of thought he was a lost cause for the season, but the the Birdman caught some big plays for sure, a couple of big third downs. And then, as we talked about with Molly, the final drive, man, 18 plays, 69 yards, um, eight minutes and nine seconds taken off the clock, a couple big passes to the tight end, Cole Komet and Demir Bird. So no matter what we talk about today, I wanted to make sure I made it clear that, yeah, it it doesn't matter, but... And I and I Justin Fields, I want him back in there as fast as possible, and hopefully he is back in there December seventh when the Bears host Arizona. But for one day, the game that I saw in front of me, Andy Dalton was very good. That was my takeaway. What about you? Uh, I did not think much of Andy Dalton. You throw for three hundred seventeen yards, and you still, oh my God, you're still, you 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 need a last second field goal to beat the worst team in football. The oh, it was maximum effort. They... It was maximum right, yeah, effort. But, Don't get me wrong. Still, I mean, he threw a pick in the end zone, like all Matt Nagy quarterbacks do. That was and he tried to throw. He tried to throw a second one, and I just didn't. That that last drive was aided and abetted by Dan Cannibal and the the the, the, the traditional Lions stupidity. Oh my god! And I just, I I, I Darno Mooney, I love that. Yeah. I, I, the more the more Darnell Mooney, the better. I'm all in favor of that. The more Cole Komet, I'm all in favor of that. I I thought that was that was terrific. Um, I didn't see a, an awful. There were times, and I know Detroit has the worst pass rush, so it's really hard to judge the offensive line. But there were times where I thought this line, these five guys, are. I didn't think they were that good before maybe they're not but in this game they were so so looking at that and picking that out I wish I could have you know I wish I could have seen more Roquan do you have any updates do we know where what the what the Roquan update is no I've been told uh, Matt Nagy will speak a little bit after 10 I don't know if we're we if we're carrying that or not if I get if we can that would be great just because I still think there's going to be a lot of questions about the future of the organization, the future of Matt Nagy, um, other than just this game. And yeah, it, it's funny, man. Like I, I do feel like 
it is worth qualifying everything today. Yes, I thought Andy Dalton looked good. But yes, it was against a trash team in Detroit. Yes, they had it was max it was it was all out to beat the bad Lions by two points. Yes, seven oh eight. Bum slayers, okay, you get an attaboy. That is <laughs> that is from the seven oh eight. From the three oh nine. Why in the hell did Nagy call that timeout at the end of the game? just for them to run the same exact play. Who knows? And I, I assume that he is referring to Matt Nagy calling the timeout to to intercept the timeout that Dan Campbell was trying to to, to uh, call for his third timeout in that series after he had had a penalty. So, yeah, I couldn't believe that Matt Nagy did him that solid and then ran the play that he did if we're, if we're both thinking about the same play there. And, and what you... What you saw was, I mean, Molly joked about it um, a couple of times today, was that's one way to prevent your defense from blowing another game is to keep running it down and running the clock and getting some, getting some help from an idiot team. And congratulations, you needed Santos to kick that field goal. And, and he was going on and on. And here's another thing about Dalton is – is he's he was a placeholder to start with. He's a placeholder for the injured future of the Bears. I don't know that I would start Justin Fields against the Cardinals unless I was convinced there was no sign of a hairline fracture or anything oh, yeah. else in his oh, ribs. There was, I promise I, you they will be as conservative as possible on Justin well, Fields. Well, I, I don't know, and here's why. Hub reported... The other day, and in a week that was just filled with news, this was when when Dalton was suddenly removed as a starter. Even though he was injured, if he was healthy, Nagy said, he's going to be the starter. And then suddenly, the next day, Justin Fields is named the starter. And no good reason is given. And we talked about it on the show. We talked about Nagy was officially neutered. That was not his decision. The question was, whose decision was it? And then we found out, thanks to Hub Arkish, our Ubermacher here on the score, that it was George's decision, start fields. And that's why the quarterback decision, when your, quarter, when your coach is neutered, it's only a matter of time before you're going to fire him. And all the Bears did was delay it. Because I true, I believe that story was true, and I believe that the chaos at at Hallis Hall was real, and they developed this plan on the fly because they handled it so badly. But so typically, George and Ted, that that I that it looks like it looks like they said, well, we can just do this despite them. But remember, we talked about who the starting quarterback was, and now. With the health of Justin Fields in question, I just I don't want to see them put him in there with any threat of with with anything less than what what would be considered healthy ribs. There's a difference between the way a guy can play and the way he can't. The way a guy plays while they're hurt or in pain and when they can't. And I you know that that's a that's a worry for me under the under the cloud of who's in charge of the quarterbacks, who's in charge of making that decision, and it's not Matt Nagy. Well, if you have noticed in the last few weeks, the 
with the season sort of done, the the Bears have been okay with saying, you know what, Allen Robinson, well, yeah, that's cool. Go ahead and sit out these these two. Yeah, we're going to give you a doubtful designation. The, the, Allen Robinson was never playing yesterday. He was never playing the, the week before. Ro- Roquan said, I don't know the severity of the hamstring. Injury. Oh, your hamstring hurts? You know, why don't you sit out the rest of this game? Eddie Jackson, last week, I'm watching him warm up on the sidelines. He's going through sprints, exercises, and then he didn't play. He's like, you know what? We're cool. I understand. Let's let's We're going to let. So I can't imagine, with all of that said, that they would even come close to messing with Justin Fields on December 5th. And he may still feel a ton of pain. We don't, we don't know what he is going mm-hmm. through, what he's feeling, yeah. or as you said, potential crack ribs. The thing is, is that the game after that is at Green Bay in prime time. So I think that you probably want to make sure that he is good to go for that game. And I know Justin Fields is want to be is going to want to be good to go for that game too because of the talking that he did about Green Bay. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that they're going to be good. Oh, and as far as the George McCaskey stuff is concerned, I, one thing that I've always liked about George McCaskey was that he, he is not a meddling owner. I like that he meddled in this case. I like that he decided to listen to the fan base, I think, um, and put in Justin Fields and say, yes, this is what you have to do. So for better or for worse, the Bears are doing things that are you know, somewhat unprecedented for them in terms of, as you said, meddling. Or no, I guess that was my word. Um, and then who knows what happens with Matt Nagy for the rest of this year. My guess on Matt Nagy, is that he? It is he is let go after on January 10th, the day after the Bears play the Minnesota Vikings. At this point, so is it Matt Nagy's? Is it to his benefit that he didn't get to choose the quarterback? That the chairman of the board, and by the way, Virginia needs a new son in charge. But is it to his benefit that his if he was neutered when the chairman of the board said play this quarterback? essentially saying whatever the record is, we don't care? Or is it to his detriment and likely firing that the chairman of the board says, he didn't know which quarterback to play. How can we have that guy in charge of our Mm. offense? Well, yeah, Matt Nagy is not going to be around next year. So I think that that, that maybe (laughs) that decision was made. I don't know if that decision was made, but I think that that's where somebody had to step in. You know, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy walk in lockstep, so you could see where why, you know, Pace wasn't going to tell Nagy what to do. So the big boss came in, according to Hub Arkish, and said, yeah, we'd like you to go ahead and start the guy who wears a jersey number one. <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll take a break. He's Mark Grody. He's in for Layla. I'm Steve Rosenblum. I get stuck being the the irretrievable pedant, Dan Bernstein. We are in for the Bernstein Rahimi show. We will be here till noon. We are gathering guests on the fly. We weren't sure what was going to happen. Really, right. there was there was it was really hard to make plans. And and again, this is appropriately Black Friday because Matt Nagy is still coach of the Bears. So I'm sorry, fans, but now you know why it's Black Friday. And we will bring you updates as they happen. And we'll find out from uh, Bong. Bong, do you know, were you told by anybody about whether we're carrying Matt Nagy live or not? Do you know that? It's our producer, Bong Callahan. I'm, I'm working on it right now, guys. Okay. Working on uh, what? 
Oh, uh, Nagy. Oh, the Nagy press conference. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And we, we, I know we have uh, calls out to Mr. Mark Potash. See, I put a little on-air pressure. Um, and uh, maybe may, we may even sneak in a little Bulls talk with with Cody Westerland too, Steve. So that this is our this has been our official on-air production meeting because, as Steve said, Steve and I had agreed. Let's just fly free until we know, and then we book some people as the show goes on. So who know? Hey. Who knows what will happen in the next three hours? Ooh, wild and wacky. Look at yeah. the mystery and the, yes. the, the edge-of-your-seat radio programming. People also say sucks. This is That's Saturday nice Suckage on Friday. We suck so you don't have to. And, <laughs> God, it was just so bad yesterday. It sucked. And then there was – and then Mark Grody sent out a Thanksgiving image on Twitter, which we will take a break and talk about in just a moment on Saturday Suckage on Friday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dalton gives it a look. Lions rush four. Quick throw right open. 15. Montgomery 10. What happened here? I think there might have been a timeout by Detroit because Detroit was completely confused. The defensive coordinator or the defensive coach of the Detroit Lions was on the sideline running down trying to get into the face of the official. Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, and, and, and Montgomery had room to run. Yeah. 
Back-to-back timeouts called by Detroit. That's a five-yard penalty. Who knew? Welcome in, welcome back. Saturday suckage on Friday. This is Black Friday because Matt Nagy is still coach of the Bears. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Grody. We are in for Bernstein and Rahimi today. We're talking Bears, but I couldn't tell, Mark. You tweeted out a video of <laughs> a couch video on oh Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Was that watching the Bears or was that after? Um, no, that was. Dinner? Yeah, was no, that? it is. It is objectively hilarious. It's on my Twitter right now at Mark Grody Sports. There's a. It, it is just. It is post Thanksgiving, not only meal but post dessert. There is a, a my. Well, I don't even know how to describe my my uh, my cousin's mother-in-law on the couch, then my nephew, Dario, uh, who is sitting next to his father, Giancarlo, and they all just look like they're dying because we've just eaten all of this food and all of this dessert. And, you know, everybody's got a picture from, I think my Thanksgiving picture from members of my family is the absolute best. You see my cousin, Dario, or my nephew, Dario, just asleep, like out, like a light. So check it out. Yeah, I I saw that. I was like, I don't know uh, all these people. I don't. I I know Gene Grody, and I assume that when I didn't see Gary Grody, that Gene sent him to the Jewels for something. That, yeah, that didn't they, were there. they were yeah, there. They were there. They were there. They just were not featured. That was uh, <laughs> the. I, I featured the Italians in this case. They are the. The, the the owners of Club Lago in the city of Chicago. They they run an Italian joint. So yeah, that was the the Italian feast family portion. Oh okay. So there um, we go. Well, that was that God, was there quite was a, the picture. Yeah, no, I think it's great. There was a oh yeah, I, I do love this text. It is so funny from the two one nine. Someone please tell Grody. <laughs> that Andy Dalton playing well against Detroit's defense is like Kramer from Seinfeld using his judo skills against the ten-year-olds. Uh, I I totally get it, but you can't like. And did anybody? Is it just me, or was I was not picking the Bears to win that game when they were in that final drive? I thought for sure something would go wrong, whether it was a turnover clock mismanagement, a miss kick, a miss kick by Cairo yeah. Sant. Just the way things have gone for the Bears dramatically bad during the five-game losing streak, I thought for sure the Bears were going to lose the game at the end. And when they didn't, um, I was somewhat elated in a very relative way. But, yes, I guess I have to continue on with the qualifiers that the Bears won – Yes, ladies and gentlemen, they beat a horrid team, and they only scored 16 points. But Andy Dalton made some big throws. Yes, he did. I thought what went wrong was that was it was the you mentioned Demir Bird earlier. So what would have happened if the Lions hadn't had a dumber coach than the Bears? And when's the last time you could say that? 
uh, about any opponent the Bears faced. Well, no, that, I think most of the Detroit coaches actually. I mean, you go through the like we do the quarterback game in Chicago. They do the head coach game <laughs> in Detroit, and I think probably a running back game too. But they've got a decent one now, at least. Well, Jim, well Caldwell was not. I I I don't know. He's he's looking really That's good true. compared to the other compared to the other Lions coaches. He got Dan yeah. Campbell and then Jim Schwartz was he was going to beat everybody up and yeah and yeah you I, know I, what I, must, I will say that Caldwell yeah. is sort of like what Lovey Smith was in Chicago. Like yeah we got tired of Lovey but it hasn't gotten better since Lovey Smith. You know what I mean? And there's a reappreciation for Lovey Smith because of the coaches that have been hired. Since, so maybe that's what they deal with in Detroit. The same thing with Caldwell. Here's here's the problem. Lovey Smith is a is a wonderful example of what the problem is with Bears fans and why the Bears treat you for stupid. Why the organization itself is dumb, and why they treat you for stupid. And you become it's like a Stockholm syndrome in some ways. You you be, you fall in love with your captors. Lovey Smith was one of the one of the classiest people you'd ever met. You'd ever met one of the one of the the most solid one of the most solid figures in a in a coaching in whatever coaching room he was in one of the most solid figures on the sideline one of the most solid figures in front of the media right i mean can we agree on that am i lying in, at any point in this nope okay so he was a and he got the bears to a super bowl which has been the highlight since 1985, since the 86, January 86, but the 85 Bears. That is the best they have ever done. But you'd reached a point where you looked at it and said, they're never going, they're never going, they may never go back, but if they do, they're not going to win it with this guy. And so since then, it's been a clown show, right? All the BWs pull up in front of, Hallis Hall and the clowns get out and it's been one after another just just remarkable shows of idiocy and this week was an example of the chaos we, this week was an example of of why this is such a clown show so you there was an ag- agreement that Lovey Smith was not going to win a Super Bowl which was supposed to be the goal the object of the exercise it has to be but now you look at Lovey Smith and say, God, we'd kill for that again. But really, you shouldn't wish for that. You should wish for, no. for the guy who wins the Super Bowl. Right. You would, you, and, and here's the problem is Virginia's son, she needs a new son. And then she needs to do, she needs to be told or she needs to tell her new son, do what the Cubs did. Ted, Ted Phillips is Crane Kenny. Get out of the way of having somebody, some football person report to you. Get a football person who reports directly to whoever the McCaskey son in charge is. Ted Phillips can't be that guy anymore. Do the Theo Epstein thing. Theo Epstein to Tom Ricketts, not Theo Epstein through Crane Kenny to Tom Ricketts. That has to be set up. Owen Kruitz is right when he has said on these airwaves time and time again, get a Bears player, get a football mind in there, somebody who can ask football questions 
of the GM and the coach. Why did you do this? Why is this the case? Not Ted Phillips. Let him go play with decimal points and and real estate in Arlington Heights. You need that kind of setup. You need a football guy, and if it were Olin Krutz, I'd be thrilled. You need an honest, smart football guy who reports to whatever the new McCaskey son is. But the GM goes there, the coach goes there, that football guy can ask those questions. Because right now, you've seen what's happened. When you're pining for Lovey Smith, where it was agreed that he just wasn't going to win a Super Bowl or even get back there again, but he has been the, the coach on Mount Rushmore of coaches based on what we've seen since, you see the problem. You see the way they've set it up. You see the way George brags about, well, we have a top-down, he reports to me, This the, 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 he reports to him, that's the way it works. It doesn't work. It's insane. It, you're right. Everything you said, absolutely right. I mean, it is essential. Like, I've been saying, I've been using the word uh, dramatic. Like, the Bears have to do something dramatic. And I, and I thought yeah, firing a coach right. in season would, would, be the, would be a message to the fans. A st- the Bears need to make a statement. And they had an opportunity to do that with Matt Nagy, and something got fumbled up, obviously. I still don't know if we know exactly what happened with the, the report from Mark Conkle and where it went from there and if they changed course because of it. So something dramatic needs to happen. And, and again, not just the coach, because you know what? The Bears have – they're not afraid to fire coaches. The Bears have had a lot of coaches over the last <laughs> 10 years. You know what I mean? Like, you can say what you want – they, they, uh, you could say that it's too loyal that they, they don't fire coaches in season, but they're not afraid. They are not afraid to switch it up at the head coach position, but they now have to do something more. They have to do something similar to what they did when they blew out Phil Emery and Mark Trestman. Now they have to add, like, and I think that they will do that. I do want to address one, um, one text here, too, uh, from the 773. When Justin Fields beat the Lions, Grody said it wasn't impressive enough though he scored more points, I'm sensing a subconscious racial bias. Thanks for the little troll there at the end. In that game that the Bears did win over Detroit 24-14, in week four, Justin Fields was 11-17 for for 209 yards and an interception. There's number one. Number two, I have higher standards for Justin Fields than I have for Andy Dalton. So I, I think that what Andy Dalton did was impressive, and I'll say it again. If if Justin Fields is close to being good to go, you sit Andy Dalton and you put Justin Fields in. He is the better quarterback. I mean, I can't believe that just because Andy Dalton was good yesterday, I could take so much crap about it. But you know, that's that's just the way it is. I have the same I have the same high expectations I, uh, for for Justin Fields. Whatever you can't use the the Andy Dalton bar. What Andy Dalton did on that last drive. You took advantage of a bad team and a dumb team. Yes. And you held the ball for eight and a half minutes. You did what you had to do. And it's not Andy Dalton's fault that the Lions are the suckiest team in the history of suckage, but he did that. And it was not nearly as impressive as what Justin Fields did against Pittsburgh. Amen. But I would agree with that. they did what they had yes. to do. And I agree with you. My, your, your standards have to be higher Again, this is parallel to the Lovey Smith discussion. Whatever Andy Dalton did to beat a bad Lions team, congratulations. 
you get to revel in that. You're not the chairman's choice for quarterback. The chairman told the coach who to play, and it's not you. And that choice, Justin Fields, has higher expectations, just like the next coach has to have higher expectations than just getting to the Super Bowl like yeah. Lovey Smith did or have respectable 10-win seasons the way Lovey Smith did. It's winning the Super Bowl, and that's the way it has to be. That's what you have to do, and the expectations should be higher. You're right, Mark. Yeah, or, or win a playoff game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that can't I mean, look, be the... <laughs> last year, the, the, the rally cry was, hey, we overcame a six-game losing streak, and we made the playoffs. But you never had a chance in that playoff game, and you were is eliminated so fast. And then, I mean, back to 2018, you know, the more I, I, I start to look very side-eyed at that season more than ever now because mm-hmm. they, they have not in any way returned to any form of what they were in 2018 from a defensive side, even from an offensive side. The, the, the offense has gone downhill from there, and they did get eliminated immediately in a home playoff game in 2018. It, it is clearly a fluke. When the best yes. you can do is is eight and eight, and you're not going to do eight and eight, you can't do it in a 17 game season. So that it, it's just it's such a fluke, and it was based on the defense, had nothing to do with Matt Nagy. And in fact, the win yesterday kind of indicts Matt Nagy. We'll talk about that later in the show. Uh, Bong, our producer, Bong Callahan. What are our what's our guess? What's our schedule? What are we doing here? I know you texted me. There you go. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we we have Cam Ellis coming on here at ten o'clock. Talk a little bit more. We better get off the air now, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we've got Cody Westerland will be joining us at ten forty. Also, Cody Did is you. coming on. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Very good. All right, that's All right. good. We'll be we'll be doing that. So we'll take a break now. And and if you whatever joy you're taking out of this game, you obviously weren't watching the broadcast because it was a joke from the start. And Jack Buck and I mean Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, it was they were chuckling over how what a suck fest they got. The game was close at the end between two bad teams, but I want to bring you <clears throat> a couple of the things that transpired. If you were at the game, you didn't get, you didn't see it, but if you were listening or watching, it was just, oh my God, we need to discuss it. From the coin flip on down to an after an actual touchdown, just the way the broadcast team had such disdain for this being called NFL football. That's where you are. That's that's where you are. Legendary franchise. George so McCaskey you, loves you, to embrace. Oh you got some you stuff really, for us, Steve? You got a little audio I, I, well, for us? I ha- there are a couple items of, of good, good. What a what a joke the game was to the Fox team, and why you need us as the Wake and Bake Club more than ever today. Thinking that this I can't is wait. An NFL team. I All cannot right. wait to hear this. Rears. So it's Black Friday because apparently Matt Nagy is still the coach of the Bears. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Grody. We're in for Bernstein and Rahimi, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This is a 53-yard drive for Cairo Santos. Left hash, snap, placement made. Swings his right leg. Does it have enough? No, he could not get any mustard on that kick at all. He is short from 53. He couldn't get any sweet potatoes or dressing on it either. 
Jeff Joniak on the call of the failed field goal by Cairo Santos. And WBBM AM 780 AM 105.9 FM, our brother station with a broadcast. But the, the humor, the jokes were all on Fox. It was Buck and Aikman doing the stand-up. And it started with the Bears' first possession. They came out onto the field. There's Andy Dalton. And Jack Buck with a joke in his, with with chuckling in a Joe chuckle Buck. in his voice. He is saying, well, okay, here's the Bears' first possession. If we get a chance, we'll bring you <laughs> the coin flip. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yes, yes. Right? What yeah. happened on the coin flip? So eventually they brought us the coin flip. What happens on the coin flip is... Detroit wins, and the Bears are Bears lose the toss. Detroit gets to choose. Detroit defers, and Kristen Jones is yucking it up with his Detroit counterparts. And the referee says, "Okay, what do you choose to do?" He goes, "We defer." And the referee says, "Can't like, do no, that. They already deferred." <laughs> so Kristen Jones, who would go on to have a, just a sparkling game, he deferred when he couldn't because the other team had a holding right. penalty on special teams and a personal foul on top of that is just, he's part of the, he started the clown show, but in case you missed it, there was when it got to 10, seven Aikman says, wow, touchdown for each team, something like that. 10 to seven. This is like a shootout for these offenses. They are <laughs> laughing. The broadcast yeah. is laughing at it. And then when Detroit had a problem on the, the kick, the PAT, he, for Detroit, he says, well, they're just not used to scoring touchdowns. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And then as we were talking about it early, DeAndre Swift and Roquan Smith were both out. So there's your best defensive player on the Bears, best offensive player on the Lions. They're both out. And Aikman is talking about the vaunted gobbler award and said something like, well, somebody's going to win this thing. Like, nobody <laughs> showed him. I don't know if you caught that, because it sounded like, I mean, you were... I did. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I mean, year after year, they have to do this Detroit game. Every year, they have to do this. And three of the last four years, is that right? It's been Lions and Bears. So, at some point yeah. in time, they're thinking about this 48 hours before. They're like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> oh my and, God, why us? And, and, and honestly, the the football god or the broadcast gods at least dropped them. They had an angle for the game at least. I mean, obviously yeah. it was Matt Nagy and George McCaskey and all the ongoing. So all the sideline reports were about that. The pregame was about it. They were able to have that as a talking point. So they were just thrilled to have an angle for the game. Oh, other than the game. Yeah, so our tech zone, the tech zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at rosenhyundai.com. The phone number, 312-644-6767. The 815 mom, who is a, a regular Wake and Bake Club participant, talking about the broadcast, texted in. They were literally laughing out loud at both teams. I think they participated in their own Wake and Bake Club. Signed, 815-MOM. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, well, we'll get the view from Cam Ellis, who covers football, writes about it for Odyssey for this year, very radio station corporation. He's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Baseball is back. 
And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.